In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and now your host in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. We are deep into the summer, but the golf continues, and we're catching some pretty good days, I must say, along the way. Say hello to the panel. Mr. Ronis is here from River Creek. A little bit of a golf clap around the horn there. Thank you. Good to be here. Buddy Christensen is back again after traveling and doing business with Worldwide Golf Shops. Hello, buddy. How Hello. Are you? Welcome back, Thank buddy. Thank you for coming in. And Christopher Johnson from mm-hmm. the Salute Military Golf Academy. Uh, association, I'd say, not academy. Straight back from his honeymoon. Nice. Oh, nice. Congratulations. You literally <laughs> you. Uh, landed at five yesterday, I and did. you're here doing this golf show? I did, and I feel great. No it's jet lag at all. Crazy. He came home early from the honeymoon to do the golf. <laughs> oh. That yeah, would be right. unprecedented yeah. commitment. A little Ryder Cup scouting in Italy. Yeah. I was going to say, did you uh, happen to go by the course that's going to be having? <laughs> Oh, that, excuse uh, me, by the way. Sorry about that. That uh, that was not in Caitlin's itinerary for the honeymoon. <laughs> he truly is married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then there you go. I want to start with this, and I don't know how many hours, Mr. Ronis, you are behind the desk <laughs> at your golf shop at River Creek. Uh, currently. Enough. Are you behind the desk? Well, I am. I'm not behind the desk, but I've been behind the desk, and it all it takes is like three minutes to be behind the desk, and you're about to, you're about to go crazy, okay. and you're about to talk about it. And I saw this. I uh, <laughs> I happened upon this account on TikTok, and I immediately said, "Oh, we have got to talk about this on the golf show," and it's uh, Hermitage Golf Course in Nashville. And there's a pro who has shot these short little videos. I'm going to play this here for you. Yes, sir, it is raining. How long do I think it'll last? Hopefully longer than my wife was with her boyfriend. Uh Uh-huh, have a good day, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir, it is raining here. Don't you live in the neighborhood? You live on 12T? Well, sir, I'd say if it's raining there, it's raining here. Uh Uh-huh, have a good rest of the day. What do I think the weather will be? Sir, I see a low pressure producing some wraparound moisture. That sounds made up. No more made up than saying you hit it 300 yards off the tee. Uh, have a good day. Yes, sir, the lightning system did go off. Yes, sir, we need you to come inside. No, sir, you can't sign a waiver to stay out there. Is it that important to shoot 100 today? Uh, have a good day. Gosh, this is Chris. And, I mean, yes, it's, sir, it just, it's just one after another after another. And they're all perfect because I know these calls have come in. Gosh, you know? this is Chris. No, sir, we don't have a yardage book, just GPS on the carts. Oh, great clubs have yardage books. Sir, great players don't say great clubs have yardage books. Uh-huh. Have a good day, sir. No, sir, no yardage books. Oh, you play better with that? I bet you call in about the weather, sir. Uh-huh. Oh, you play better with a yardage book? Sir, I bet you can measure your shot in inches. Uh-huh. Have a good day, sir. No, sir, no yardage book, just GPS on the cart. <laughs> so, One question for you, though. Can you hit us? Okay, so here, here's the question I have for you, Mr. Ronis, and I think Buddy and you, CJ, know this as well. What's the strangest thing you've ever had somebody call in to the golf shop to ask? Wow. If not strange thing, what is one of the more common things? One of the most common things that we get is there's currently a 70-year-old man peeing in my bushes. You know, <laughs> it happens virtually every day. And it can be, I mean, it could be within seconds. Like, I could be out on the golf course and see it happening, and all of a sudden I know that phone call is coming in, and it does. But there's... You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that have nothing to do with the golf course that you get calls about as far as like critters and stuff like that. There's a snake in my basement. I've You've had, had that, call, had that to the, call to the golf shop. I have a black snake in my basement. Hi, this is John in the golf shop. How can I help you? There's a snake in my basement. So what? And you know what? We go out there. You do? Yeah, we'll go out there. It's, you know, it's gone. It's already gone. And it's in that particular case. But those are the, it seems like all of a sudden the golf pro is some elevated, hu- it's superhero. They're not? No. Oh, they feel on. like you can maybe do their taxes for them. <laughs> and it's, it's fascinating, the, the requests you get. It's, it's truly amazing. Yeah, There's something in my pool, dead. You know, it's like, all right, well, I really don't feel like seeing it. 
Yeah. But they call the golf shop for all those things. But the weather is fascinating. My response usually when they say, well, when do you think it's going to end? I'll say, I'll have to get God on the phone for that one. Because <laughs> I, you know. People I mean, want to know, though. When they is think... it gonna, what time is it going to yeah, end? Exactly what time. Yeah. And we now have 65 apps that can tell us this stuff now that whereas 15, 20 years ago, you didn't have that okay, option. But in what does fairness, your radar say? Yeah, that's that's right. a question I get. What does your radar say at the golf shop? <laughs> it's the same as yours. Okay. But in fairness, isn't the person calling really just asking for your best professional estimate on your sophisticated equipment with your local knowledge of the region and of how storms come and go? No. Yeah, I'm a golf pro. But you see Not this every day. I know. Don't they? Well, I think if they phrase the question differently, they would say, in your best estimation, if you had to bet, what would you bet? And then I would, if I were making this idiotic call, and I maybe have made such a call before, I can't say yes or no, <laughs> I would take your best guesstimate. I would gauge your confidence level on a variety of factors, tone, overall verbiage of your estimate, and I would factor that into whether I'm going to go play. I'd say it's going to end in 45 minutes, and I would take the under on the uh, you know Dodgers-Padres game tonight. I mean, that's about the same. It's about the same as asking me those questions. Right. I but guess I, I get you. There's Zay. no way they you can go. Our, our radar shows it clearing up, but you can never tell, ma'am. Yeah. So, well, no, that's what we do say because we are do. nice. It's not like we're yelling at them. Well, that's the but, funny part of this TikTok account is everything is very cordial, very Southern, yeah. but at the same time, putting yeah. guys down. I mean, the, the true answer is we don't have any more sophisticated. We use a weather bug or whatever. We don't use any more sophisticated information than you would have on your phone. Yes, we have more experience of seeing weather, the direction that the weather comes in and having a better guess. So if you want to call, if that helps you, feel free to call. I'm not... It's it's no big deal, buddy. Does your pro at Westwood get bombarded sometimes with the most inane calls to the pro shop? You know, I worked there in high school, and I saw some you know silly questions coming in for sure. But um, you know, we have this app, the Weatherbug app, that tells you the lightning. You know, right. the, the horn went, and it's twenty five minutes till it's going to be over. Um, but the, the, for the last Two weeks, it's been every day has been threatening to be sure. a storm. And most days, it didn't even come through. How about yeah. besides weather, though? Things like, uh, you know, is it mats only on the range? Or can I pay a discount if I only drive nine holes and then walk the back? Or can I play out of my friend's set of clubs and not pay for a rental, right? I'm just going to play three holes. That's a common one. We don't have a three-hole range. Just three holes. Sir. Okay. That's no problem. You can play all nine if you'd like because that's what you're paying for. The other six will be free. We're only going to play three. (laughs) But the three holes are going to cost you the same as the nine. Siege, what's your experience with this? I mean, probably mostly weather, including like in snow. I've heard the many calls about, you know, this side of the golf course has snow on it. Can I play these holes that don't have snow on it? Why can't you? Snow calls. Why can't you you just open up the holes that 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 aren't? What course with what lunatics are playing with snow on the ground? We have that actually very commonly because we have the cliffs and the bluffs on the back nine, and it gets no sun. So that's where the snow lives. Ice and snow stays there. So if it gets a little dusting or some snow, like the cart paths are not accessible. But the front nine, clear as day. So we, (laughs) we do have to make those determinations and reroute. Wow. Yeah. So, Siege, what course was this that I've, was getting snow calls? I've heard that at, at many courses. Really? On there. I've also, the, the best one I've heard is I've heard multiple guys calling up and asking which girl is on the beverage cart today. Wow. Get out. <laughs> For wow. reals. Wow. What yeah. a shame. And if, it was, if it's Brittany, they're coming. Yeah. yeah. If it's Susan, probably not. Right? Wow. I'm just picking some random names. What if, it, what if it's like, uh, yeah, actually, we have a guy. He's really good. Carlos is his name. You'll love him. <laughs> Makes a mean cocktail. No, nah, I don't think I'm going to come play. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, it's – and the golf professional has to be a professional okay. in the face of searing inanity from the golfing public, right? Yeah, because, you know, if you think about it, whatever they do for a living or did for a living, you probably couldn't ask the proper questions in their profession either. So, you know, when they're asking their questions, it's – I hope they learn from the answers and they get used to them, but – 
You, there's no dumb question. I mean, ask whatever. Sure. I. Yeah. I mean, I. There's dumb requests. Okay. What if? But there's not dumb questions. What if a What if a member say calls up and asks the pro to cover for him with a white lie? Hey, if my wife calls, tell her I'm out in the range practicing. Yeah, it's brutal to put a, it happens all the time. So you, really, so or it's brutal to be hey, put in that position. Or I, hey, pro, you know, you, uh, make sure this club is going to call and ask about my handicap. I need you to vouch for that, you know, eighty-two I shot the other day. That's on the the handicap ledger, which you didn't, you know, yeah, see. It's a very difficult. I mean, we're, one, right? we're like you know a little bit like we're in the in the priesthood at times too. The stuff that's said to <laughs> part us. Part priest, part marital counselor, yeah, part, part agronomist, psychologist, part yeah, uh, part meteorologist, part animal control, <laughs> customer service, yeah, squirrel wrangler, retail. You, you got to work on your tempo and you got to yeah. get your life in order. So. Yeah, I mean, get your ass together here, pal. I mean, you know. Just coming out here as a conduit. Golf is just a conduit to drinking right. and drug when use. When you're starting I, with the uh, cart girl to start yeah, with, that's, yeah. Uh, you know. How about when people come in and they start, you know, lighting them up about pace of play? Because that's happened before. And the poor pro has to take the brunt of pace of play. Well, right? I, had a guy, I had guys that play every day came up to me the other day. They're like, you know, John, it was five hours. It took us five hours. I go, what time did you tee off? 12.05. I said, it's 4.05. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's right. They can't do the basic Couldn't math. Couldn't do the math. Okay. So or they oh, fib about it. I mean, right. Yeah. You go, it's five hours, and, and then you do the math, and you're like, no, it's 4.25. You just forgot. You went to your car, put yeah. your shoes all away, went and had a drink, and then you came in to complain, looked at your watch, and said, it's five hours. Well, ride. we have GPS on the cart, so we can look at it from the shop. And we had a guy call the other day who's actually in this group. And he goes, there's four groups right now on the 14th hole. I go, oh, okay. Well, I see one on the tee and one up near the green. What do you mean? I can see the carts on my oh. GPS. Well, there was. <laughs> right. there was. And the guys behind us are really close, so there will be. And I'm just like, but there's not right now. So you're lying right now. Yes. Yes, I am. Have you ever I'm thought friendly of, with the person. Have you ever thought of having an unlisted number for the club, club, clubhouse, <laughs> pro shop? You, can, you literally well. cannot call the pro shop. I will tell you a golf It's all pro. online. Book your tee time online. File your complaint online. We're not answering the phone. The words that the golf pro likes to hear more than anything is, the phones are down. Oh. <laughs> that is heaven to not get the phone calls. But you know, hour. if they shut the phones down, where, what are they going to do? They're going to come busting in your office or wherever you are. It okay. right? takes more work, though. It's okay. they got to yeah. come in all the way from the far reaches of the yeah. golf course. Yeah. But they'll yeah. do it. Well, you're right. Will. The angriest ones will do it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll unfortunately worse. self-sort out the angriest ones that will yeah. come in. So yeah. that probably is a net No, that's loss. more enjoyable, actually, because then you can look at them and say, I only got two groups on this hole. And they're like, it's great. This is great. Yes, sir, Twilight's every day at 4 o'clock. Does it ever start early? Sir, what about every day at 4 o'clock would make you think it ever starts early? Have a good day. Yes, sir, Twilight starts at 4. You see a tea time at 2 o'clock and wondering if you can get Twilight there? Sir, I want my wife's boyfriend to pay for more, but I just don't think that's going to happen either. Uh, have a good day. Yes, sir, Twilight starts at 4. The first available I have is 4.30. You want me to call and cancel everybody else's tea time? <laughs> sir, that doesn't even deserve a response. Uh -huh. Have a good day. Are you in uh, cart 69? You want us to turn the headlights on? Sorry, you can barely hit the ball when you can see it, much less right now. Let's just bring it on in. Uh huh. Have a good day. <laughs> this is a real guy. Stop he's he's a Chris. real pro. <laughs> Guys, it's I, I believe so, yeah. Oh my God, that's putting now, your neck out there. Yeah, man. that is putting your yeah. neck out there. But. So, do you think the golf course, uh, obviously, the golf course has signed off on this? Yeah, it must be. A, the uh, members, it's I guess. Probably a public course. Oh, okay. So, they just, you know, any anything's good. Is but. it a good look for him or the profession or the golf course? I no. think it's fine. You don't? No, I don't. No. You think even though it's funny and you laughed at it's, the end of the day. If it was an actor doing it, then I would say, yeah, but if it's a golf professional, it's not. Huh. Okay. You just have to hold yourself to this certain standard that's just part of the business. Okay. No matter how absurd, out of left field, unreasonable, selfish the demands and or questions may be? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's part, part of the part of the part of the territory, right? Yeah, Have you, it really is. Did you guys notice uh, last week on the telecast, I forget what it was for, they were running some big time ads for people to get into the golf professional business on yeah. television. 
And yeah. one of my friends in the business said it's because they're having a hard time retaining people because the industry is not paying enough. They're asking more hours to be pl- to work. There's more people playing. So the interest and demand in golf has risen, but they're not staffing it to the levels it needs to be. Tough yeah, deal. The hours are ludicrous. <laughs> M- Mr. Gould would be going off right now, yeah, right? The he hours would be giving you all kinds of stats. But uh, it's, it's, a, it's always been a tough gig. Sure. To, to grow up through, but there was the the end game. Um, that's that's changed a lot now, right, John? The Here's the stat for of, Mr. Ghoul. Yeah. You open the shop doors at 10 of 7. The doors close at 9 o'clock at night during the summer. So you try to staff that with two people getting paid what, what you're supposed to get right, paid for a right. job. You try to get paid, you know, as an assistant pro – $45,000 a year, $50,000 a year, 60, and you tell your wife you're going to work 70 hours and you don't have any time to raise your kids or anything like that. If you're making 250, hey, maybe it's worth it, you know, that you can yeah. spend some time because you get out of the game a little earlier. But it's not a logical model. My kids, I would never allow them to pursue it. Yeah. I got lucky. I'm a, I got very lucky. But, you know, it's just one of those things that the demands and the hours don't add up to a profession. When there's a lot of other things out there. And it there. used to be that you would slide out and play golf in the afternoon. Now the courses are so busy, you don't even really have that option like no. you used to. No, you don't. So it's, but listen, it's also at times the most glorious job that you could ever have. And, and you know, I have a lot of friends because of the interest in golf and everything else. But our goal as a golf professional is to not let any of the members see that side of anything. And when you come out, it's to have a great time and to enjoy the luxuries of the work that you've done for your life. You've worked hard right. to become a member of a club. Because that's what a private club is supposed to be, yeah. a sanctuary that you've earned and paid dearly yeah. for to and get away from I'm that. there. That's my job. That's my profession. I chose it. I'm there to serve that, that person. And I have no problem with it. But want, it's, it's not want, the most yeah. desirable thing in the world. You want the members being like Borat. I am the king of the castle. Yeah. King of the castle. Uh, CJ, you were going to jump in there. Right oh, now. I just know from the teaching pros per- perspective and from SMGA's perspective that post-COVID, it's, so, it's, it's more challenging for us to get pros to come and, and give their time. We pay the for pros. For lessons to the veterans. Right. We pay the pros, but even for them to break away because the demand post-COVID. Right. I mean, these guys are working – 8 a.m. lessons till, like you said, in the summertime, even till 8 o'clock at night or whatever, and they're doing six, seven days a week. I know it's crazy what it's become. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Hermitage Golf Club. Uh, look it up on TikTok if you want a good laugh. Because it's I say we go down account. and do a little field trip. Lay down there. <laughs> but first that? call with a question. I mean, it's Nashville. Well, see, can I wear hats at your club? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Is it okay if I wear a top hat? <laughs> Yes, sir. Shooting 104 in a top hat will look great on you. Good day now. (laughs) And on down the line. All right, coming up. It was much ado about nothing, at least yet, but it did involve some pretty interesting reveals. The Live PGA Tour saga went to Capitol Hill this week, and we'll talk about some of the takeaways next. We're here live, plausibly live, at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Come on by. Get fitted for all your golf needs, including some of the best apparel you'll find anywhere. We're back after this. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants. Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Bourne, RLX, and more, and get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. You are listening to The Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club, an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. As a general rule, you never want Congress to get involved in your business. And right now, they're not involved in this PGA Tour 
potential live merger, but their radar has definitely been tripped. We're back here live, plausibly live at Golfdom's Abe, John Ronas, Buddy Christensen, Christopher Johnson. So how much of that little dog and pony show and how much of the recaps did everyone here watch and or read? I didn't read much. Okay. I, I looked. I watched it for a little bit during lunch okay. yesterday, so I caught a little bit of it. It seemed like going in circles when I was watching it. It's going but, a lot of directions yeah. for sure, depending on who was asking the question. CJ, yeah. you were on your honeymoon. I was on the plane yesterday, sort of just following on Twitter and, and reading a lot about it. I mean, I'll, I'm all in on it. I didn't get to actually see any of the hearings. I find I was, it utterly fascinating, but it's a business story more than it is a golf story. It's a business story about the business of golf on a global scale. And it is definitely premature because they don't have a deal yet. They've agreed to stop suing each other. That's what they've done. And they have a general framework, which is not yet finalized. They could still have a lot of moving parts to it. But because they were compelled to come up to testify in front of Congress, and it was Monaghan, who, by the way, is coming back. He said his health is better. So that's good, good news for your friend from good. back in the day good. in New England. Um, but he did not testify. Nobody from the live side was there. Hmm. Jimmy Dunn, the powerful agent that helped broker it, was one of the two guys who testified. Some other redheaded, skinnier version of Roger Goodell who works for the tour. <laughs> I think it was Ron Price. Was Ron it? C- Price. I think he's the COO. He's the yeah. COO, exactly. Yeah. He was there speaking for the tour. And, you know, the senators did what they do. They grandstanded. They tried to bully Josh Hawley of Missouri, tried to pin the PGA Tour in the corner about China, which is – not even on the table with this, with the China series that they were going to start with China and then they discontinued because of COVID. It still is not up and running. And ah, it was it was a big sidetrack to the whole thing. But we know now from some of the documents that were produced, some interesting deal-making was attempted or is being attempted, including things like Tiger and Rory getting their own live teams and get this playing in 10 live events a year to which I said, who's going to tell Tiger Woods who really can't play more than a couple times a year at best. Okay. You're playing 10 now. That seems to be unrealistic. Uh, his excellency Yasser Al Ramayan reportedly as one of the deal components was to get a membership at Augusta national as part of this, Yeah, brilliant. which I'm thinking, does Augusta know this? Right. No. right. And does the tour just call up Augusta and say, <laughs> Hey, we need way. a solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. We need you to get Yasir a green jacket. In, Trust me, he's going to be great. Okay. Rule one of getting into Augusta. Now. Don't talk about yeah. it. Don't <laughs> beg for it. Don't be thirsty for it. So that seemed to be a bit of a non-starter. Also, the documents produced showed that if this merger goes through, that Norman is essentially out of a gig either by the PGA Tour's insistence or, as the document stated, there won't be a, quote, need for him at that point, to which Norman issued a statement basically saying, this is very hurtful. I'm hurt that our leader would say this about, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're supposed to be on the same team. Who knows? So those are your net net of it right there. But, you know, nothing was resolved and there was no binding legislation. It was just a rattle the cage from our... Elected leaders. I think this clearly shows that there was an undermining issue to this whole merger. Which was? Panic. By? By, I think, the PGA Tour. Ding, ding, ding. And they had to get this thing quick because of the discovery. And I think a lot of things were going to be... And they're still kind of discovering some stuff, which is weird, because I thought they would stop that immediately. Like some of the messages, it, the, the memos that got sent out about talking points and things like that that we talked about. But I really think that this was a knee-jerk reaction by the PGA board, Jay, and whoever else was involved because I think they thought the whole tour was going to crumble if some of this stuff got out. I really do. What and tour? I don't know what, what stuff, tour? the Their PGA tour? Their tour or the live tour? tour. I oh. think they thought the PGA tour was going to crumble if some of this stuff got out. Oh, it's going to crumble, buddy, because they don't have the money. Well, and Jimmy Dunn kind of talked about how, you know, they talked like they were in a position of power, but Jimmy Dunn kind of 
peeled it back to let you know that they they really did not feel like they were in a position of power. So, um, and and he, I think at one point he admitted that they did not handle the initial uh, way that they they brought this deal out, or, or it's not even a deal, a deal to Framework, talk about yeah. making a deal, basically. I don't get what the point of having live events anymore is. Like they're the Saudis are in now. Like the money's in. You know they're gonna give a billion dollars or whatever into the PGA Tour. Right. Like what's the reason for having live events anymore or team golf or this many events in there? Like, I, why isn't it all just PGA Tour and DP World Tour? Probably because they can't control the FedEx St. Jude Classic, but they can and they can control live. Centurion Club London. I mean, he, but no, they will. Yes, here is the, the chairman of the board now. Right. Is he? Well, well he will well, be. Yeah, he I will be, be if I the mean, framework if, if goes it, through. I, that's a fair question, CJ. I think there's a larger question, which is okay, so the Saudis now have released their money, which is a giant lake of money out into the world to buy up sports properties and invest in things. They're investing in the game of golf. What does investing mean? It means we think this money will grow us more money. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of skeptical of that. Well, where's this new money in the game of golf going to come from? You talk about, well, there's underserved countries and there's underserved communities. Okay, agreed, but where's the money? How do you know that golf is going to go from a $50 billion a year business to a $100 million billion a year business? Is where's that, that coming from? They, really they don't care about, they don't care about golf. I, I'm just throwing that billion yeah, dollar I, out no, there. No, but is they that really their objective? They, they don't care about golf. What do they care about? They care about revenue from professional golf. They don't care about the golf. So okay. they don't care about raising. They don't care so, about building the game of golf. Okay, let's go back to the old model. The old model of PGA Tour made money and a nice amount of it for the players that played, but not an obscene amount by getting corporate sponsors to bankroll events in mm-hmm. the U.S. Mm-hmm. for a schedule of forty whatever weeks. Right. Yeah. The Saudis come in, it's like I likened it to driving a car through a lawn party on the Hamptons, you know, it's tents flying, chairs flying. They're like, we're here now. There's mayhem, right? So they're yeah. taking advantage of the mayhem. Once they own this business of hold tournament, get sponsor, pay prizes, pocket the rest, who says that's a good business? Well, I mean, you take a look at it. <clears throat> you don't need to grow the game of golf to have more fans and more people watching it. You have to put a product out there that makes them want to watch it. So, sure. like, just use WWE. There's right. no one out there at home jumping off of chairs and wrestling, but they watch it, right? And so you think that's the play? So the game more is just televised revenue. It's all that's, all about that. It's all televised well, revenue and sponsorship revenue. Well, that's a tough nut to crack. Golf oh, does not ve- get big ratings. It's not the NFL. Very difficult. But they have. They feel. I think that they they feel they're the smartest person in the room. That they can somehow add something like they did with the live, with the music, and with the other things to make this a more uh, encompassing sure. sport or okay. atmosphere. And I just think they're going to be wrong. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like for me, who. I mean, I understand if you're trying to get a new golf fan, but for me, like, I'm as big of a golf fan and a golf watcher as you're going to get, you know, yes. like consuming it. Right. On, you know, their target every day demo. Of the week, watching the golf channel at all, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I have watched zero minutes of a live event, you know, and they have marquee players. So just the fact that, like, Rory is going to play in 10 events now is, is not going to draw me to, anymore to watching right. a live team golf event. You know, unless it becomes, I, I mean, I, I guess it'll become a full field event with all the tour players playing in it, and it's more interesting, and then the team aspect is just part of it, I guess. But the, the fact that they have a, they own a team, that Tiger is a team, and Rory is a team, or Brooks has a team, and whatever stupid drama is going on with him and Matthew Wolf and these extra workouts, that stuff is meaningless to me. In it's fact, the, the, in the, fact the, it's right. too difficult. I care, I care about two team events. The Ryder, Ryder Cup, Cup and the President's, and the President's Cup. Cup. And I really care mostly about the Ryder Cup. Sure. There. I mean, I love the, the President's Cup, but the Ryder Cup's the Ryder Cup. It's, and, and I don't care about anything I, else. I you know? agree 100%. That. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like it's, you go shopping for a men's department. It's like polo, blah, blah, blah. All the shirts are right there. Women are shopping in a million different racks trying to pick things out. I don't want a team event over here, an individual event here. This is stable for this is stroke play. Like when I watch a PGA Tour, someone's gonna win. I'm a man. 
I don't want to multitask. I want to half fall asleep, half be a vegetable, and just be like, boom, someone won, and then maybe I was rooting for them. I, I, so agree. I totally agree with you, CJ. I agree about the it doesn't matter if they rope Rory or whoever else into this new live concept because you could resurrect Arnold Palmer, Sam Sneed, Bobby Jones, and Ben Hogan and name them the Mulligans and put them in shorts and play on a boombox tour. I'm not watching. Yeah. I'm not watching. Yeah. It's not golf to me. So that is a potential disruptor. But here's where we are. The Saudis have money. It has to go somewhere. They've released it from their internal holdings, and it's washing over the entire sports world. And now other leagues are like, oh, this could happen to us. NBA, NHL, even the NFL. The mighty NFL has to start thinking, what happens if somebody comes in and says, here's $20 billion for a team? What are we going to do then? How are we going to control that? So that's something that's going to be interesting to watch. I guess we have to know sooner rather than later because tick, 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 final major of the year is coming up next week in uh, the Open Championship at, where is it? Is it Hoylake? Hoylake, yeah. At Hoylake. And then we sort of go into the FedEx Cup. Yay, yay. And then football. And then people have to start going, well, am I going to Hawaii? Who's in on Hawaii? What's the schedule? How many events am I going to play? Where am I going to play? Yep. And I think the whole whole thing is that, you know, these guys went in for that three-year kind of contract, right? I think it was three years. Yeah. And I think that they're going to just slowly let that run out. So they don't have to worry about, you know, fines or, you know, uh, suspensions or any of this nonsense. That's never going to happen. You're not going to get someone suspended because they played in the live. They're in year two now. Next year's year three. It'll run out and all of them will come point. back together. They'll, right. They'll just let it wither away by Correct. the time all the horse trading and wrangling and legalize. You know, now, legal if wrangling. Rory wants to turn around and sue the PGA Tour at that point or oh, whatever the holdings are because he did not get – 200 million or 300 million dollars because he didn't choose to go and now everyone's in bed with the same people then i could see that being a litigation part of it but eventually in in that three-year process everyone's just going to come back together it's going to be kind of golf as we know it i just hope they don't screw it up so bad that it goes into a a tennis rut well and we've got a lot to figure out in terms of is the merger, and not, I guess they said it's not a merger, but is that going to happen? And if it falls apart, PGA right. Tour they, could be worse off than the, it ever has been. If it falls apart, the PGA Tour is in a disastrous. Right. So now what do they do? Right. They Pretend like nothing happened and <laughs> right. roll out the Never 2024 mind. schedule and yeah. everyone acts like it's normal? Yeah. Can I get one sidebar on this before we close the book on this for the week? <laughs> Brooks Kepka just clobbering poor Matthew Wolf. Yeah. Or maybe I shouldn't say poor Matthew Wolf. Maybe Kepka's a thousand percent right. What's Matthew Wolf's deal, bro? How about well, the fact that Matthew Wolf called it heartbreaking? <laughs> that Brooks Kepka ripped the, on him? I mean, the word heart, it was heartbreak. Was it really heartbreaking <laughs> to see Brooks Kepka's words in the media? I for, mean, for those I mean, that don't know, Kepka basically said, Matthew Wolf, I've given up on him because he quit on a round earlier this year. He's on Kepka's team. Which is what is the team name? Four Aces or something? No, flying, they're not a Four flying Aces. Eagles. Flying Elbows. Yeah, uh, he yeah. he's on the team, but he's been performing poorly. I mean, this is a kid who was super hot coming out of college with that weird, interesting swing. One in Minnesota on the PGA Tour at the 3M, seemingly limitless potential, and uh, had to take some time away from the tour, I guess, to get his mentals right, which is fine. We encourage that. And now you got this with Kepka pretty much saying, I've given up on him. A lot of talent, but it's wasted talent. Kepka would be a great CEO, huh? <laughs> Very motivating. <laughs> and, that and guy stinks. The, the week before uh, the last event with that, where did Wolf finish? 47th out of 48. Yeah. Only because I believe Paul Casey WD. Oh, wow. So I guess for so motivation. For motivation, yeah. that tactic didn't quite work yeah. there, Brooksy. Yeah. They're, the, they're the Smash Golf Club. Smash. Yeah. Oh, sm- yeah. Team Smash. He That's right. Smash. I forgot. He had them doing uh, two days. Like, <laughs> kept, I mean, uh, uh, doing Kokrek. and gassers. Kokrek yeah. withdrew from the event afterwards because he said he was too gassed after the two days. <laughs> that was at Trump, I think. Well, oh, was, I, think it was a little, was? I think it was here that all that went down. Yeah, they were oh, yeah. working out in the morning. And yeah. Give me a break. If the live tour, <laughs> is, if the PGA tour turns into this, <laughs> I'm gonna start bowling. Hey, I know this. If the live tour ever has a hazing scandal, 
It'll be on Brooks Kepka's <laughs> yeah, yeah, team. Yeah, no that's for sure. Coming up, emergency nine, nine random crafted holes of hypotheticals and more in the game of golf. We'll see how the boys play that nine. Coming up next, we're at Golfdom, where you can get all your golf gear. Come on down in Tyson's Corner. Stores as well in Annapolis and in Rockville now. Golfdom Golf. Live the game. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Born, RLX, and more. And get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. You are listening to The Capital Golf Game. Four guys who only care about one trajectory on their irons, Airborne. Airborne's good. Airborne and straight is even better, even if it doesn't go too far. There will be a uh, hole here coming up in our emergency nine, dealing with trajectory. Trajectory. Uh, Once again, uh, if you're new to the show, thank you for listening. Thank you to WJFK FM. In Washington, D.C., for airing us every morning on every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. You can also get this program, probably already got it already, uh, via the Red Circle podcast platform as part of my podcast, Mini Empire. We thank you for that. Send your feedback to me at zabityahoo.com and I will selectively filter out some of the nastier ones. Or maybe I'll just send them right yes, to Ronas. Send them Ronas right to loves me. all the heat. Who is that guy in Texas that hates me? I can't remember uh, his which, first which one. <laughs> which one? That's all right. I, I love know. them all. I listen. If it's passionate, I'll I'll, I'll yeah. take the criticism. I don't right. care. Okay, we got an emergency nine here, boys. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Um, and I haven't asked you guys to craft any holes lately. I feel bad. I should let you guys get on the bulldozer and design a few of these. <laughs> but we'll start with this one. Hole number one. Emergency nine. Got caught stealing. Golf store robberies, buddy. Are absolutely on the rise right now and there was security camera footage at a store not too unsimilar to this beautiful store in which the thieves pulled down some large curtain or tarp and then just threw a bunch of clubs in it and bundled it up like a a baby and walked out with 300 clubs they threw in that thing that that's a worldwide golf uh shop store i believe it's a roger dunn in in la uh, so it was one of your parent company stores. Yeah. And that article in Golf Digest, um, they talk a lot with our loss prevention, uh, uh, VP Team. of loss prevention. Uh, but, and they broke a, uh, a ring up in California. Wow. And that, that was what that article was about. There's another one or two they're looking at. They, they all work together. Dick's, PGA Tour Superstores, uh, our company, Worldwide Golf, uh, in, in trying to to handle these these rings. Now, so they're not they're not one offs where somebody are, says these are are planned big and then they, operations. They, they go then sell the genuine article, mm-hmm. expensive golf clubs, four, five hundred, six hundred dollars a piece yep. online on the dark web or whatever, out of the sight of law enforcement for half the price. Yeah. Make a ton of money. Yeah, and they'll and, usually get caught though, also because there's serial numbers on most of these clubs. They can know where they originate from. Oh, really? Most of them. They yeah. can. They can track that down. But but some of these guys are getting away with it, and uh, it's been a, the smash and grab thing was around in the '90s, um, where where they literally drive a truck into the glass window, run inside, grab everything, throw it in the car, and drive away. So that that kind of went away in a lot, you know, for 20 years. But that's now coming back. So. We were actually in a in a meeting in Las Vegas in February. Some of our leadership group and our uh, VP of, of loss prevention had to roll out of there because they had three uh, stores that got smashed. Nobody got anything, but they were attempting to. So, is this a growing concern 
or just it's always been a concern, or do you think it's peaked and it's going to wane? I hope it's going to wane. It's gotten worse, and I think it's been growing, and hopefully it's at its peak, but uh, certainly something they're watching. And Drivers at 600 bucks, it's easy to grab five of them and make a nice profit. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it's a high-end item. Yeah. Uh, and then there was this. A couple of clowns in a golf shop somewhere. This is a Greengrass golf shop decided they were going to try to sneak out with a couple of free putters by putting them down their pants. This is just... This guy's 70 years old, too. This is the... With his his 50-year-old degenerate son. (laughs) Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Hey, Hey, Dad. Dad. You got long pants on. How about... Look how I'm struggling to get it in there. How about sticking a couple Camerons down your pants? (laughs) All right, son. I'll do it for you. One yeah. time. He, he reaches around and helps him pull up his sweater. Yeah. <laughs> Watch. Look at the guy. Pull over. <laughs> I, got it. Him. I got it. Yeah. Smooth. Oh, yeah. No, smooth. Nobody <laughs> saw that. <laughs> oh, the old and, and now you're going to walk out of the now store like a peg leg. Yeah. out of here. Yeah. Ninjas. Okay. Got it. Ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> now, if they were all like that, we could catch them all. Well, you know, this guy <laughs> can't run too fast out of the shop. He's got putters on his leg. The, uh... The best is they actually caught those guys the next day. Well, good. They didn't catch them that day. Well, no. Like, I guess people identified them. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't know, whatever. But they caught them the next day. And, like, can you imagine, like. Embarrassment. Like, the, the, like the call, like, why is Grandpa in jail? Because yeah. he stole a Scotty, two Scotty Camerons. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> he probably got caught because he came back in, Ronis, to get it regripped. <laughs> right. <laughs> he probably said, yeah, I just bought this, this club. Could you regrip it? Pro's like. Yeah, that's that uh, Newport 2 that just went missing Hopefully yesterday. Hopefully he had a good putting round that morning. Yeah. And do you think that the younger guy put the older guy up to it, sort of like in Seinfeld when, you know, Morty was like, <laughs> ah, he doesn't understand. He's an old man, you know. Come yeah. on, man. He doesn't get it. I'm sure it was I mean, father's son. Yeah, my guess the way they're stumbling around is that they were both blacked out. And they were oh, like, God. it was later on, and they were like, let's go in there and do it. And that was a mistake. Okay. <laughs> Big mistake. Okay. <laughs> right. Absolute morons. Okay. Uh, don't steal. That's the bottom yeah. line. You will Without get a caught. It, and as a business work. owner, it is the most threatening, uh, repulsive thing that it's you disgusting. get done. Yeah. And, and you feel it personally. It's, it's, yeah, the, it's literally the worst feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Hole number two. Should golf create an all-star game or all-star weekend? This was suggested just yesterday by somebody, I don't know if it was online or personally, watching the All-Star Game in baseball. I said, eh, you know what? It's not the worst idea I've heard. What do you think? I think if you were creative enough, I think you could come up with something like that. You know, you could have long drive. You could have skills challenge. You could have blah, blah, blah. And then you could have some sort of uh, probably a team competition in the, in the middle of it. I'm not sure where it would go and where it would fit in and all the basics, but it, it's something to think about. Yeah, I mean, it's a silly season type event, that, but I'd actually be more interested in watching something like this for, you know, an afternoon, evening event, like in Las Vegas, whatever, a couple events, you know, in the, in the afternoon, like you said, and then maybe they go to Top Golf at night in Las Vegas, so you got that incredible visual, and it's something goofy like that that's two or three hours yeah. put together. I'd like, watch it. Yeah. yeah I'd you re- you yeah. put a couple of glass plates, yeah. panes, 100 yards out, and have Rory and somebody else hitting low missiles to try to bust them up. I'm there. I'm watching. Yeah. Could you create a stadium like in the Home Run Derby, but it's for golf, so it'd probably be 330 yards. <laughs> and could fans actually safely catch a drive <laughs> that flies 330 yards? Like, You're going to get like, this kid knocked out like, again, you aren't you? The European Tour, the DP World Tour, they do a great job on their social media with, They're with, phenomenal. with things like this, like Terrell Hatton hitting a drive down a runway that's got to land on like a two-foot yeah. fairway. Yeah. You know, stuff like they're hitting a thimble across the water, you know, by skipping it. Uh, you know, they, they do a great job with those type of challenges. So, yeah, something like that would be You fun. ever see the one they did on the DP Tour about trying to hit a hole-in-one on like a 150-yard hole? Yeah. They gave yeah. the pro all day. Yeah. Yeah, they gave him, I think, 100 shots, yeah. something like that. Well, it was Rory and Justin Thomas, I think, or and something like that. Did they ever, it was, it did was, they uh, ever get it? Lowry and something. They do it a yeah. lot, actually, yeah. that one. Okay. They gave him 100 shots. They also did an old club challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put an old club and an old ballata and just see how it flies. Yeah, I've seen them do play the play a par five with a putter all the way through. <laughs> I just, you I know, still like, think why, why do they do such creative things in the PGA Tour? Is like, mm. Cause they, I think because they have to. 
because okay. that gives the viewers and the and the billboard sponsorship signs that they have behind the tees and stuff. <laughs> sure. I still think though that it's slightly insane that Zabe was thinking about catching a ball <laughs> yeah. with a driver <laughs> in a stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. be yeah. fun. Yeah, easy a to track. Completely mind. Definitely not going to hurt yard. you once yeah. it comes landing. Yeah. Yeah. What are you catching it now? with? A three hundred yard yeah. stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> and then catching them through there. That's good. Okay. All right. Hole number three. How do you score a match, a match play match, on a scorecard? This came up last week with me and my boy one account Rosie over there at Maryland National, and the way I was filling out the scorecard, I, I should have had a written example of this was. If our score relative to par as a team changed, I would denote the change. So if we were after two holes, one under, I'd put minus one. If the next hole, our score was even for the hole, I wouldn't write anything. Only if we then bogeyed, I'd go back to even, and I'd adjust it only. I'd only fill in the holes on the scorecard when our score changed. He thought that was the craziest, most anathema thing he's ever heard of and seen and saying, you've got to put the running score in every single box. And I'm like, but it's the same if it didn't change. And I insisted to him that I have seen match play scorecards in which they don't write the score in until and unless there's a change in status. What saith the panel? I write plus one, and then if the score doesn't change, plus one. So you do? Yeah. You I've, fill in every box? Every, everyone. Okay, yep. buddy? So when you say match play, this is not Well, it's either match play or a team event where you're keeping a running score. Okay, so it's the, it's the, the match level at plus one. I, I agree with you. I, I, you know, it's, if it doesn't change, why write anything in there? Yeah. That's, that's what I, my thinking was. And I swear I've seen this format used before in tournaments. Okay, I don't think you have, but the <laughs> I think now I'm going to find an example. Needs, Go ahead. Uh, now, I mean, the the logical explanation would be there's a few different ones. One, if you start on the first hole, that's fine. You know, you're just keeping the car. But if it was a shotgun or something like that, then you would maybe sometimes know where to go to find if you're just writing it that one time. Um, I think the running score is the, the most accurate and proper way to do it. But I certainly I don't keep score, so I, I would I would have no problem with you what you're saying. You don't keep score. How do you measure yourself against other golfers? By height. By height. Okay, <laughs> that's what I figure. I, I I'm, now I'm going to find a match summary uh, and see if I can't prove right. my point. All on right, this. guys, I'll go on with the rest of the program. <laughs> <laughs> if you want. It, it was one of those little silly nuances that didn't matter in the end. We're going to be getting texts tonight. But, yeah, but one down presses. Are you going on too? Right. They, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just that that's the way I, I do it. But see, I'm a weirdo. I circle pars on my own scorecard. You know okay. why I circle pars? They're good scores for amateurs. <laughs> yeah. And if I'm lucky enough to make a birdie, I put a diamond around it. That's so I enough. can then see the good holes easily on my card. I see all the circles, a diamond. And if I'm not seeing circles, bad day. All right. And the tough guys in golf go, circles are for birdies. Are you giving golf, bro? No, you Circles are for a good score. Well, I like circling. So circle is good. It's and fine. I think the biggest thing is consistency. Yeah. However you do it, as long right. as you keep doing it that way. Right. Uh, all right. Hole number four. What would you say about a public course with a small locker room and shower, but the shower is out of commission and now being used as box storage? I would say that that's about normal for every single public course I've ever gone to. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a working shower. Certainly have never and don't want to ever see anyone using that shower. Why? The locker room at a, at a public golf course is usually the most disgusting place you'll ever go into in your life. And so <laughs> let's just This is shocking. Board From it up. a man who coined the phrase unacceptable. I'd rather. I thought for sure you would say unacceptable. I think a shower that works in a public golf course is unacceptable. <laughs> It's disgusting. High-end public. Using it. High-end daily fee. Is obscene. Really? You've <laughs> yeah. got to go somewhere afterwards that requires a shower. Plan what? ahead. What go you, home. What if, for, you, what if you can't plan ahead? I'd rather see you go to a okay. YMCA. 
<laughs> I've actually, I've actually moved the cardboard boxes to take a shower. <laughs> no, you haven't. Oh yeah, I have absolutely before. <laughs> what do I've, you dry off with? Because surely the they didn't have towels. Towels? No, I bring a towel. I always have oh, towels okay. in. But I've I've taken cobwebs down to get in the showers. Wow! I, mean, I love a shower. Love after. Shower anywhere. I love a shower after, and <laughs> wow. I I tend to go out after golf rounds too. So uh, I I like shower afterwards. Yikes. I'll do it. I used to play at the Village, Montgomery Village, all the time, and. Uh, the village had one of the worst shower experiences ever. <laughs> but I got in there. Yeah. How is the village these days? Is the it still vo- open? The village, I heard they're no, the village no. TPC Villaggio closed in <laughs> 2014. <laughs> ruined right. ruined our lives, but right. uh, oh, I, I've heard that they finally started building houses on it, which is unfortunate. Oh, it's been yeah. just a overgrown. Actually, the cart barn became a fight club. A Get legit out. no, no, no joke, legit fight club. And the, uh, Did you ever the, go? The t- no, I just heard about it from our Montgomery County uh, police Locals. friends. And uh, yeah, I the, played there. Yo, the tunnels. Oh, yeah. they used to have a great. I played there. They used to have a great Wednesday oh, and Friday game. No, that Wednesday yeah. and Friday game used to be huge. Huh. Big player game. Okay, buddy. Good any groups. thoughts? I just, I, I mean, I can see three Jack National having this issue down the line here <laughs> with boxes in the shower and. Listen, I've been to Westfields, one of my favorite high-end public courses out there, and they have a working shower stall, and they have towels you can get. Make sure to get it from the pro shop before your shower. You don't want to be be walking through getting water on the carpet. I need a towel. This isn't burning tree, sir. Yeah. The reason reason I ask is because last week, and I want to mention the course, but I had to leave from the course to go get an MRI. And I didn't want to go and sit in the tube uh, all stinking. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'll just shower off. They've got a shower. And it's like, eh, there's actually boxes in there. Yeah. I should have brought my towel and done the CJ. Say, oh, boxes, no <laughs> yeah. problem. Let's move these aside. Just, okay, hole number five. The MLB pitch clock numbers are in now that the All-Star game has passed us. And they're working, uh, at least if it, you want the games to go faster. Care to guess what the average length of baseball game is now from three hours and ten minutes last year? To what do you think the average time is this year? Two hours and 50 minutes. 2.50. Okay, buddy? I'm going to go 2.40. 2.40. Aronis? Mm, 2.45. 2.38. It's a wow. beautiful thing. Yeah, That's great. It, 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 I've been to a game or two. It just feels different okay. and better. Follow-up uh, query for you guys. This now brings baseball back to what year that the last time the average length of game was – Two hours and 38 minutes. What year was the last year it went at this pace? 58. Okay. 92. Okay. 1977. 84. We are back to 1984 in terms of pace of game. Now, the question I have for golf is, when are they going to get with the program? Get with the program. If baseball can do this, if they can lop off a staggering 30 minutes in one fell swoop of their product to the mostly appeal of its fans, golf needs to do the same. Why? Because you'll see benefits. What? Many benefits. Uh, people can watch more golf because it goes quicker. Pacing is better. It's a more energetic feeling product. It's not as tedious watching guys plumb bob or uh, aim point from two feet away. The so- difference, though, in golf and baseball is baseball has one ball in play. True. Golf has 100 yeah, you're 60 something. But when a tournament's final. coming down to the final groups, they're, the TV's only on yep. the last couple of guys. So there's mm-hmm. a couple things you'd have to do here because obviously in, in baseball, they're using, you know, they, they can hear in their ear the pitch count or the, the clock and the, so can the catcher. So in golf, you'd have to do something like that other than having a volunteer or somebody stand there with the actual shot clock. Yes, there. You'd a shot to... clock, red digital shot clock on top of the scoreboard that is carried by the score. Yeah, Boom. I mean, I, I guess you could either do that or you could, or you could literally have somebody in the caddy's ear because I don't think you could have the player okay. wearing an earpiece and the caddy saying, you know, 20 seconds, 15 seconds, right. 10 seconds. Buddy, does like golf that. need to be speed, sped up at the PGA Tour level? I think it's gotten so slow that, yes, I, I don't have a big issue with it, but I, I think it could use it. I, I don't think you would have to have a big – Shot clock, it would just be a number that's reasonable. Okay. And, um, and, and it doesn't have to be per shot. Maybe it can be per hole. But just you can get a feel for what it should be. And if it should be, you know, 
10 minutes and you, you're always done in eight minutes and you know, that's not a big deal. It eliminates so the So, I'm all in favor of speeding up the game and the, probably the shot clock in general. But uh, if they would just re- enforce the rules, yeah. it would nice. get rid of all this. I See mean, where Richard Bland got a penalty fans. on the Live Tour? The first good, good thing that the Live Tour has done, they good. actually assessed a slow play penalty. Good. Good. Okay, real quick because we're running out of time here. Hole number six. Should amateurs... Ronis, this is directly to you. Yep. Attempt to learn how to hit an extremely low driver shot. No. Not a stinger, per se, but a low screamer for just special no. occasions. No. Why? Because it's too hard? It's not it's, useful? It's, it's mostly useless for them because oftentimes when they're trying to hit the lower shot, then they're putting more spin on it anyways because of the descending blow. So it's just going to spin more and just if it's for wind or something like that. If it's to run, same thing. So... You guys know what I'm talking about? You've ever seen tour pros hit their super low driver, and you go, whoa, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Amateurs shouldn't be doing it. (laughs) Too hard to do? On purpose, on demand, right? Okay. Hole number seven. What are the best three clothing brands for shirts going on right now in golf? Personal opinion, I'm wearing one right now. Old PD Millar, number one. G4 is two. Johnny O slash Footjoy is three. Footjoy, buddy, is putting that big FJ on the collar. Yeah. They need to settle down with that. Probably. Uh, you tell missed, them. You missed Settle one. Down. I'll, I'll tell them. You know. Yeah. Grayson. Hol- Holderness and Bourne. Ooh. And and I, I think you nailed the the Millar and G four. Grayson's another great one. There, there's a lot of really really good ones. And that's not a knock on Foot Joy or anything like that. But Ronis, what's that shirt you're wearing? Millar. It's a Millar. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are you? And this is actually their featherweight. Yeah. Which Malar. is is amazing. It's okay. like silk. Wafer wafer feather. It's wafer thin. Uh, CJ. Um, uh, I got a scales shirt recently uh, down in Florida that I like. Scales? Yeah, with like fish on it or something. It's got crabs on yep, it. Yeah, yep. I got it at PGA I, National. And interesting. I love the material of that. I carried yeah. it for a season. Shout out Adidas and Puma because SMGA has deals with them. Adidas cool. is pretty good. <laughs> uh, Nike, I'm not so much a fan. Uh, Puma, I really worn Puma in a long time. It's a competitive sector, they're all, though, they're isn't all it, buddy? Uh, and you carry so many great brands out here. Yeah, and, and they come and go. I mean, RLX, nobody's mentioned Polo and RLX. Do like they that's still a, make stuff? Polo yeah. and RLX, yeah. They're okay, all but they're not as hot anymore. No, but they, they come and, and go. Yeah, yeah, they come and go. I mean, Peter Millar's been very strong for a long time, and that's hard to do. But The guy uh, from Johnny O started Peter Millar, so it's okay. actually it's, uh, that's, uh, they, Chris they, O'Donnell's brother. Okay. Is Johnny O? The no, guy, not Johnny actor O. Actor Chris O'Donnell. Yes, the his lead brother designer started Johnny or O. Right? Yeah. But, yeah. Travis uh, Matthew. Martin Golf. Uh, Travis. Travis. Yeah, another good one that that we've done extremely well with, and then it comes yeah. back a little, and okay. then do very well with. Yeah. So. Okay. Hey, is, how about Izod? Are they going to make a comeback anytime? It, they've they've just, made Lacoste has made many really? comebacks. Oh yeah. Izod's still a thing. Huh? Yeah, weighs okay. 12 pounds. Aureus. Is Aureus sure. ever going to come back? Aureus with the pocket. <laughs> with the po- and the firm collars, yeah, right? right? right. What the firm <laughs> collars. Hole number eight. Do you like golf prank videos? Like the air horn guy in the bushes that is there waiting to snipe guys in their backswing and getting people really angry? Or is it unacceptable? Is it I, cruel? No, it's not unacceptable not cool. or anything. It's just, I could care less. I okay. could care less. I actually saw a good one recently where uh, these guys went out and they put a mannequin of a woman putting on the green and and then they ran away and they sat in the bushes and watched the next group just stand just there wait. and yeah. throw their heads <laughs> up great. in the air going, what, what the hell is going on? <laughs> That's like, a good one. How and long they, would they wait? They waited forever. They just kept going. She there wasn't was like, moving. She was a mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they were like, they <laughs> like were so Nick far out. standing over the ball. And then they finally drove up, and they were like, what? <laughs> yeah, That's great. That was a good That's one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, last one. Give us one don't sleep on dot, dot, dot golf course recommendation for the DMV, a place that could be public, could be private. That doesn't quite have the hype, but is really, really good. I honestly, I said this to my board last night. I honestly think with the condition that River Creek is on in and the piece of property with the cliffs and the Potomac River and things like that, I would like people to play it. Okay. It's, it's quite, quite nice. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. And, and another course out that way, uh, Loudon, I, I've always liked. I know yeah. you, you've been a member there yeah. before. And, and, Loudon's uh, real nice. It's, it's a quiet uh, yeah. you know, spot, but I, I, I like that course yeah. a lot. CJ. Yeah, I mean, I'll give a nod to Norbeck as well because I think yeah. a lot of people don't talk about it as a, as a big D.C. golf course, but the conditions are phenomenal. 
right now out there, especially after dealing with the big storm uh, from a public, I'd say Musket Ridge. I know people know it, but a lot of people don't talk about it like yeah, that. True. It's uh, Musket Ridge is awesome. Okay. Uh, my one word would be Lakewood Country Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Lakewood sounds so generic. There's probably about a thousand of them in the U.S. that are named Lakewood. God, is it good? It is good in Rockville. So. And, we, and honestly, Zay, you, you always put it out, but Westfield is nice. All right, absolutely. I'll do it for this week, boys. Thanks so much. Come on out to golf them. Get fitted for all the stuff you need in golf, and we will see you next time. This has been the Capital Golf Gang. If you'd like the gang to visit your home course, send your inquiries to Zabe at yahoo.com that's c-z-a-b-e at yahoo.com and for free swag we're all an extra large so yeah thanks for the shirts